Hi, it's Clark here with For a Friend, here with Paul Olmsted. Paul, how are you? Doing good. Doing really good. And uh, you are with New Tribes Mission, is that correct? Yes. Uh, my wife, Susan, and I um, serve with New Tribes Mission just in the final phases of our ministry partnership development, and we'll be running the Mission Training Center on August 2nd. So, so why don't you uh, first give me a little information about New Tribes, and then we'll start talking about your personal journey. Sure, cool. Um, love talking about New Tribes. Um, New Tribes mission is um, we are a mission organization here in the United States that uh, we do one specific type of mission work only, and we've done that for uh, the 72 years that we've been in existence, and that is uh, reach out to reach unreached people groups with the gospel, uh, to plant a church amongst them, uh, bring them to the saving knowledge of Christ. And then we um, are also one of the things that we do differently as we um, begin to uh, establish a mission team in them is that we translate the Bible into their heart language versus using like a national Bible that may already exist. So uh, our teams also do translation work. Um, we are based out of Sanford, Florida, and um, that's where our NTM corporate office is at. In the training center, the missionary training center where Susan and I will be based and working out of, is on Lake of the Ozarks, Missouri, just outside of Camdenton. And new tribes, it's pretty interesting. They actually focus almost entirely on reaching people that have, that have never heard the gospel. They've never heard the gospel, right? Basically, um, there is nothing, and there's not. Any, when we do our survey and make a decision to put a team with them, um, they have never heard the gospel, um, or um, we do have a, I guess you'd say, a, a little asterisk there. Um, if we look at them and we see maybe 30, 40 years ago there was potentially a missionary there, uh, but at this point in time there is no um, known Christian, there's no known active uh, um, the, the, a church or a body of believers growing. Um, we will also consider them for a mission team. And I think a lot of people would be surprised. Uh, do these type of groups exist? Are there really people out there that have never even heard of Christianity? Um, there is, depending on depending on where you go to get your statistics. And, and there's a couple different sites that break them down a little differently than we do. Uh, one of them that uh, many folks would be familiar with is being the Joshua Project. But uh, from a people group standpoint, there is well over 2,000 people groups. Um, if you break them down actually into dialects, not just people groups uh, with single dialects, um, you can break them down to almost six, 7,000 people groups that have never heard the gospel before one time. That's incredible. And have no, yeah, and most of those, many, many of those, even if you look at the, like Wycliffe, that have got, got even one verse of the Bible translated into their heart language. Man. And and is it interesting to you that um, we have that that new tribes will take people that, for lack of a better word, are just everyday Americans and put them in these very foreign and exotic places um, because they've been around. New tribes has been around a while, so it, it must be working, right? Right. Um, yeah, it does work. Yeah. I, are we perfect in everything we do? No. Um, I don't think there's a such thing as a, a perfect mission organization, 
But um, what New Tribes does, um, it does work. It is a, a process that we have been doing for 72 years, and uh, our, our founding fathers and those who have led us since, um, yeah, we've learned along the way. Um, that's one of the reasons we do send our mission teams and our missionaries that are going to be church planners and translators through a uh, two-year education process at the Mission Training Center so that they have a full understanding of doing uh, not only the Creation to Christ uh, curriculum, which is the first curriculum we're introduced to an unreached people group, but also just all the work that goes into the linguistics, the uh, cultural acquisition, language acquisition, um, so that we uh, we are, are, yeah, we are very, I guess you could say, we do have some very specific steps we go through with each people group, taking into consideration their culture and language as well, uh, to reach them for Christ. Right, and that I think is really important because it showcases kind of the preparation uh, going into uh, a new culture. Uh, let's talk a little bit, Paul, about your personal journey. How did you end up signing up for this? Because it's a pretty big commitment. Um, it is a huge commitment for our family. It's a major change in our lives. I'm uh, 47 years old, so for me it's really the second career. Um, I have been in the uh, mortgage and or auto finance business for over the last 25 years and in a lot of different roles. Um, many of those roles included training in over the last uh, four or so years, um, the coaching aspect and uh, in working with the, the bank that I worked with. Uh, but a very short version as to how we got to where we were at in 2009. We were actually meeting with a missionary friend of mine, and he said to me over coffee one morning, he said, Bureau thought about if you left this joint becoming a missionary. And honestly, uh, a lot of thoughts went to my mind at that point because of my background, my degree in, uh, in management, um, very thinking, you know, how am I qualified to be a missionary? Um, and, uh, but... Uh, God did plant that seed, and a year later that, that seed began to grow. We made the decision to leave Chase and began searching out where would God lead us next. And uh, he led us on actually to um, another site called The Finishers Project, which is uh, a website that helps mission agencies recruit missionaries for all kinds of roles. Um, I had a very narrow view of what it took in missions to reach people for Christ. And uh, I always just thought of the church planter, but never about the mobilization part, um, all the other pieces that fit into it, even the different roles overseas other than just the church planter. So anyways, through, through a set of circumstances onto that site, uh, we began to see this idea of ministry coaching, and it kind of matched up with what I was doing. Uh, well, not, I should I say, let me restate that, it matched up perfectly with what I had been doing and was doing. Um, and so we began to pursue, uh, actually with several mission agencies, through contacts made with the Finishers Project and our, our profile out there. Um, and uh, we had, in, uh, in, in 20, I'm trying to remember, it was in 2011, NTM found our profile on the Finishers Project and called us. And we began speaking and talking with them, and by early 2012, we had joined uh, NTM to be their first ministry coaches and begin helping them set up this program. Uh, first, of course, having to go through our own support raising ourselves. So that's kind of a real quick version of how we got connected with NTM and, and how that process, there's a whole much larger story behind that, but uh, that's 
I guess you'd say that's the uh, the cliff version. Yeah. Cliff notes version. Right. I mean, what's interesting too, I think you touch on a really interesting point. You, you, you started looking at mission work. You said, whoa, this is more than just going over to a foreign country and ministering to people. There's a lot of different elements to mission work. So were you surprised by how many different ways people could fulfill mission work? I was um, surprised is probably a very mild word, Clark. I um, Growing up my whole life, PK even for a while, and PK being preacher's kid, um, my parents always involved in missions. My wife kind of a similar story, but we had never been introduced to a bigger picture in missions than, of course, what we had grown up with and seeing in our churches and the, the missionaries that we personally supported uh, was the you know just the church planter, the, the front person out there. But all the roles that are, I mean, from construction workers to IT people to um, in our foreign countries, we uh, we all have them. It's not just NTM. Uh, you know, we have a, an office that works with the government there to help keep our missionaries there. We have supply buyers. We have, um, here in the United States, of course, we have a mission training center where we have uh, both from, from trainers to you know, people that work with IT there. Down in our corporate office, we have a communications department, an IT department, um, of course, our leadership team. I just, and if you, I, I don't know. The big, the big eye opener to me really was if, if someone goes to the finishers project. It's, it's one of the other things that we promote a lot, and as we talk and we share, uh, I'm a little prejudiced, of course, to new tribes missions, but we also talk about the finishers project. And man, you just go out there, click on under individual, and look for the top 100 needs in missions right now. And just those top 100 are incredible. And if you put your profile out there, it opens it up to just thousands more positions and roles available that mission agencies are looking for short-term or long-range. Um, and I could talk for a long time about that. I mean, it's just incredible, 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 all the different ways you can plug in to get involved in reaching people for Christ as a missionary. And it's really interesting because it sounds like with the Finishers Project, the Internet plays a big role in that because it allows kind of this matchmaking to occur. Um, yes, and, and we didn't know about the Finishers Project until someone brought it to our attention, um, and it, it is a fantastic, I consider a fantastic website. Um, my understanding currently of it, and I've been out there in a couple of years now, but over 150 mission agencies use it um, to recruit missionaries, and on the flip side, for those who are interested in missions, go out there and look and see what's available. Uh, so I, I think it's an awesome, awesome tool. I hope that ministry continues to grow. Um, and uh, like I said, we send people, and people ask us questions, well, how would I fit into missions? I like, go business with the Finishers Project. I promise you will find a role where you fit in, and God can fit you in if he guides and directs you that way. That's very... uh, I call it the monster.com. You, you may be familiar with monster.com. Yeah. I call the Finishers Project the monster.com for missions. Yeah, that's awesome. I, I know a lot of people are going to check it out when they hear this. Now, let me get to what you specifically are doing with new tribes because it sounds like you're you're going to be involved in some training right yes um so our role with ntm is um kind of dual fasted we are going to be at the mission training center uh, in missouri um and working in the partnership development office um, we call support raising or the old word older word deputation we call it ministry partnership development for many reasons 
because um, um, we do want it to be focused on as a ministry for our missionaries, not just the ministry that they're going out uh, to do with reaching people for Christ, but also their partners are, are, are to be ministered to as well. But um, So we're going to be involved in training ministry partnership development um, at the training center. All of our missionaries that go through our two-year training program will receive in two different semesters, they take ministry partnership development. And that first semester is opening up God's Word, spending about uh, 12 total hours in classroom hours, and then also uh, coursework, homework hours, looking at their heart, what is God's heart, what does the Bible say about raising support, and then the next uh, eight hours is in the second semester is practical, uh, basically, you know, some practical ideas, how to do it, making phone calls, making presentations, um, what should your presentation table look like, some ideas, just all the practical things that go into um, raising up a ministry partnership team. And then once they graduate from MTC, at the end of two years, the relationship with Susan and I will continue in a coaching role. And coaching really is three things. It's um, accountability. So you're given this budget to raise, when, and depending on the size of your family, it could be several thousands of dollars. Um, how are you going to raise that? So we, we, we walk them through a plan of how to raise that support, how to break it down. And then so what we're doing in the coaching role is just keeping them accountable to that plan. Not really, It's not for a management purpose or a supervisory purpose. It's really just to help them think through as they're working, you know, am I engaged? Am I doing the things I need to do to, to complete this task? The other side of the, the, the coaching role then is uh, the shepherding part, which is encouragement, prayer, um, providing maybe additional training if they need it. Um, and then we are also, um, for the home sending church, during the uh, time of ministry partnership development, uh, MPD, we are the communication uh, with the home church. So in communication with the church, the home sending church, and the missionary and us so that we have a a clear line of communication. Everybody knows what's going on as that missionary goes through this uh, part of their journey, putting their ministry partnership team together. So that's our role in a, in a nutshell. And uh, in terms of the software, or I should say, you know, if they're doing online fundraising, do you leave it up to them, or do you guys have something proprietary, or how does that work? Software, as far as, can you clarify the question? Oh, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about. Um, you know, like for a friend, they do uh, relational giving online. Is there an online platform mm -hmm. where, where people can give? So we do have, um, if you become a missionary with us and you go out, uh, once you graduate and you decide to go through an NTM, become an NTM missionary, we do have a site where folks can go to give. Um, uh, basically off the NTN.org, and then it's your last name, and then there's a place there where folks will click give and walk them through the process of a monthly giving or even a one-time gift. Um, we also have, you know, encourage them uh, always looking for different creative ways to um, raise funds for whether it be projects or even monthly giving. Um, uh, as far as tracking giving, um, it is not ours, but there is a software out there actually free to any missionary, and the couple who designed it are actually missionaries themselves, and the, 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 the software is called TNTM, like Mary, P like Paul, D, so TNTMPD, and uh, it, that is the software that we suggest our 
missionaries use to do their contact management, and even once they've raised up their ministry partnership to be team to continue um, tracking giving, tracking contract, tracking communication. Uh, they can track birthdays, anniversaries. It's a it's a full contact management software designed specifically for missionaries. So uh, that's another cool software that we suggest and we give them. Yeah, that, that's interesting because um, you know I, I still uh, see the uh, paper newsletters going out uh, monthly, and and you also see all this stuff coming online, and it's kind of this interesting mm-hmm. time where uh, people are starting to use these new new and exciting tools. Um, Paul, if somebody wants right. to help you, uh, what could they do to support your your work? Um, and I say this with all seriousness: but we need continual prayer in the journey that we're on. Uh, if we ask folks to pray for us, um, we uh, also have our website, ntm.org backslash Paul underscore Olmstead, uh, that you can go to, um, or a family website. Um, God gave us a unique acronym as a family that uh, wasn't planned this way, but our family acronym is Pizzazz. Uh, Paul, Susan, Austin, Alex, and Zeb. So PSAAZ.com. And if you go to that website, it will also have links to our NPM site and other things. It has our personal blog on there that we keep. And uh, so those are some ways, A, they can contact us or they can give to us um, that uh, we have currently um, set up. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Paul Olmstead from New Tribes Mission. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with me today. I appreciate it, Clark. Thank you so much.